0: We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood?
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League Podcast. Uh, I am Steve. With me, as always, is Fabs and Chris. Uh, What's going on, guys? We're in first place. That's all I know. Oh. Living the high life. I was gonna. Well, that would have been really good if we were sponsored. We'll get there. No. that'll be. <laughs>
0: we'll get. There. We are uh, in the market, Miller. If you guys
1: want to, uh, you know, well, if you want to put your little. your significant weight behind a fledgling uh, baseball podcast, that's uh, now doing its first. This is the big news: its first in season episode. So this is our first episode of the podcast taking place during an actual uh, Cleveland baseball season. And this is where things will get raunchy. So it's going to get real nasty from here on out. Um, We're going to be talking real live baseball. And it's going to get wild. And as you said, Fabs, our Cleveland Indians, as of this recording...
2: As of this moment in the recording, because (laughs) they're in the bottom of the ninth, tied against the White Sox right now. So we don't know what's going to happen. Well, what's great is this is going to be
1: live as we record live updates of a game that's happening, week, so that people will a know prior the score of. Yes, so it's going to get real weird and hairy, especially if someone listens to this in, like, May, <laughs> and they're yes. like, what game are you talking about? Maybe
0: we can put a roadmap out like, this day, it was recorded at this time, this was the game, sync it up with your radio yeah. or MLB
1: TV, uh, go back and watch this game and follow along. It might be fun for us to eventually do some live stream games, do some like live streams where we all watch it and uh, talk about it as the game's going on, but that's down the road. But yeah, no, I mean, I think we're going to do a little bit of, uh, as we structure this, a little bit of a look back at the week ish that was, and then looking forward to uh, the week that will be and beyond. So, you know, it'll, there, there will be crossover and stuff like that, but um, just kind of getting a little check in on the team. Uh, and where they currently stand, and where they currently stand heading into today's game, uh, they the Indians are five and three, uh, a half game ahead in first place, eight games in, you know it's fun to look at the top of the standings and see that, but you also have to realize there's only one hundred and fifty four <laughs> games left. so it's been three <laughs> percent of the season. <laughs> but I will say this, and then I 'll leave it to you guys. Obviously, you know, there's always an outsized reaction to the first couple games of a season, uh, first series. But I have to say, I'm pleasantly surprised at where the team stands. In, it's not, I'm not surprised that they that they're five and three. I'm surprised at how they've gotten to that point uh, with with the way that they're winning games. So I, I'll leave it at this. I'm I don't know how you can't look at these first eight games and and feel like Pretty good about where the team stands. Yeah,
0: I, I, Chris, Chris, you had. I was going to say. I mean, the pitching has been dominant. The one stat that I saw earlier in this game is, and I believe it was before any runs were scored, that sixty-seven percent of the Indians' run this runs this season have been from home runs. Um, which that is shocking. I did not think that would be a thing. You know, I was.
2: Hoping a little more small ball, but like hey, the Royals. Bro. Like the from Royals. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in early this time. All right. Wow. Yep. Okay. Our, <laughs> I think that's this.
0: But no, uh, no, I'm 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 optimistic too and happy with where they've been. You know, ultimately would have liked to have seen them win the Detroit series in the blizzard that Detroit was having. That opening day, but you know they still left town with at least one win, and uh, they're five and three, six and two. Yeah, you know that's that's where they probably should have been, especially against
2: the, the teams that they've played so far. Yeah, and granted, they're, they've only played teams up until today against the White Sox that are projected to finish last in the right, last and second to last in in our uh, division. But yeah, I'm. I'm also like. I'm happy that pitching has lived up to like what we were hoping it would. Um, that's been awesome. Even though he's struggling with some control currently, as I'm looking at updates, uh, Class A has been a great surprise. I'm. I've been happy with Chang, I, and I'm happy they're scoring runs. Like the first couple of games, I was getting, <laughs> I was panic texting you guys in game three, I think, and then they scored like, nine <laughs> runs that yeah. game. Yeah, um, yeah. But I yeah, I was just like very nervous, like oh my god, are we gonna like. Is B, we're going to win a Cy Young Award having a like Jacob DeGrom season where he goes like six and 18 with like a 1.8 ERA and gets no run right. support like all season. Uh, but I'm happy that we've kind of normalized with our uh, with our scoring. And th- this is what the Indians need to do like throughout the course of the season just get, do okay offensively, you know, get, get some of these young guys in here. We're going to see Bra- uh, Bradley probably in a couple months. And, just stick around. Just be in the mix because they have that great pitching and the Twins, you know, they have a lot of old dudes and their pitching is very suspect. The White Sox have better pitching, but they also have some injuries they're dealing with. So if the Indians are just kind of sticking around, they're in the hunt for that wild card spot, they're, they're near the top-ish of our division, they can make a run because they can, they, unlike any team in their division, can have. I mean, what, what Savali's is doing and Puig? My God, they they might have three aces on their on their mm-hmm. uh, their rotation, so they can you know go lights out if they get get hot with their bats. They can go lights out and win eight games in a row like fairly mm-hmm. easily. So yeah, I'm I'm in good spirits. You know, I'm, I'm glad we didn't get in one of those like giant holes where we start the year like two and eight, and we're just mm-hmm. like oh my God, like we need to really bounce back. And you can't go two and eight against the Tigers and the the Royals because. They got the White Sox, and they're playing against what looks like one of the best offensive teams in the league with the Reds coming up, which is exciting. I'm happy for, for our Reds fans because they have been long-suffering uh, the last, like, 15 years.
1: Right. Well, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the schedule for the Indians is not super favorable heading into the rest of April because, you, you know, we talked about them playing the Tigers and the Royals, and that's it for the beginning of the season. And I believe they just lost to the White Sox. Uh, yeah, it was yes. a uh, throwing air by Chang yowch. hit the runner
0: and the ball skidded out into left field. Ah, youch. Okay. They would have been the t- an, an inning too. Trade him, <laughs> We're trade done. him.
1: But, okay, um, so everything that they, was said about you, Chang, is off the table now. So we're just going to scrap the beginning of this episode, and we're going to start right here. So, hey, McKinsey everybody. Welcome a, to
2: yeah. McKenzie had a decent outing, which is awesome. It was his first, first of the season. I mean, he gave up three runs, and, and I mean, basically, it was a three-run homer, but...
1: But, yeah, go ahead, he, he got burned on the three run homer. But you know, I, this is where things are. This is where your, this team gets tested. Uh, they play the White Sox. They play the Reds, like you said. They do the White Sox again. The Yankees, the Twins, and then the, they start May with the one game in April against the White Sox again. So basically, from here on out into May, there's really no gimmies uh, for for the Indians. So this is really going to test the team, you know, right out of the gate and see what we've got. Um, but I, I think. You know, nobody's asking this team, to this offense at least, to be, you know, I I mean, I don't know if anybody's wildest dreams they'd be saying or thinking we'd have a top 10 offense. I think they were seventh in OPS going into today, which is pretty wild. Mm -hmm. But all you need this offense to be is a middle-of-the-pack offense. You just need to be floating around in, like, the top 12 to 16 offenses in Major League Baseball because this pitching staff is so utterly dominant Uh, going into today again a 283 team ARA uh, with a 169 average against which was best in baseball going into this series with the White Sox that's all you need it it just needs to be like average that's all you need and play good
0: defense too right because unfortunately you know how the game just ended It cost them. They would have gotten out. They would have gone to extras, but it's kind of funny that you mentioned just to be average, Steve, uh, offensively, because heading into this or heading in uh, before after Saturday's game, that is, so after the seventh game, the team had 14 home runs, which was the most Home runs are up there for the most home runs in team history. The only seasons where they have hit more were ninety five and ninety seven, and then um, in nineteen forty eight, which is a they had thirteen through seven games. So it's, it's so funny that the the three the three if, like uh, most important. If, if you know your Indians <laughs> history, things happened each yes, of those did. seasons that they had had home run totals that. We're seeing this year. And the funny thing is I
1: would probably not take that to Vegas. Well, but here's the funny thing is this team as it's currently constructed is certainly capable of, of keeping I don't know, but maybe this tour at a pace, but like a pretty nice pace of home run hitting. When you think about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Leplo crushes lefties. I mean, what he's done so far has been unbelievable, really beyond my expectations for him, although I've always known he can hit lefties. But guys like, you know, we keep saying it, Ramirez, uh, Eddie Rosario, Mil Reyes, and even Roberto Perez in a good season can hit 20 home runs. These are, you know, other guys that can hit, you know, somewhere around 10 to 15 potentially. This team, and we've said it a million times, offensively is, I think, much more geared for success than it has been in the last, three-ish seasons, and I think you're starting to see those signs of it. I think even just having Eddie Rosario in your cleanup spot, he's he's been off to an okay start, but just having his presence, I think has made all the difference for a guy like Fran Mill behind him and then sure. Ramirez in front of him because yep. just having that guy there in the cleanup spot that teams have to pitch around or at least acknowledge it makes all the difference. I mean, Fran Mill Reyes is in 320 to start the year. Guy's raking. It's, uh, you know, it just solidifies the entire lineup. That's all they've needed and they've got it right now. Um, and once he starts hitting and when he gets on a hot streak, look out. I think then you're really going to see some stuff happen with this lineup. But, it's ex- I think it's excite. it should be more exciting for Indians fans to see this team as it stands now. And, Say, okay, I think, you know, a week or so in, we should be there. You know, I don't I don't know if this team will go through long stretches of, uh, you know, long losing stretches because of the pitching staff. It's like you said, totally. Fab's. when you got Bieber, if you have a series where you got Bieber, Plesek, and Savali going, you're feeling
2: good. pretty good about it. Yeah, good luck with that. Like, <laughs> and yeah. I mean, um, Logan Allen has been looking pretty good so far. I, yeah. And our, our bullpen looks really good. So yeah, I'm, mean, I'm just, I'm super excited seeing some of these young guys just having that change. We've talked about in the previous episodes and getting guys like Rosario coming in and already contributing um, several times. I mean, as average will will we'll get better um, as the season uh, wears on, but yeah, if we're hitting at all, if we're 15th in the league, Perfect. That means we're in a contention for a wild card as long as our pitching is healthy. So that's. I mean, that's if we're seventh, we we might have a chance for the pennant. Like if we're if we're off, if we stay seventh offensively, we probably won't. Like I'm just going to be real with y'all. But if we somehow are in the top eight in offense and our pitching is healthy, that means we're going to be one of the teams to beat going right. into the playoffs. So and the hitting has been kind of clutch mm-hmm. too.
0: I believe it was um, a Wednesday game against the Royals that uh, Jose single-handedly won us with some very clutch hitting. Reyes had another game. I forget which one, but he had clutch hits. Um, yeah, let's just get out of April. Head above water. Don't dig yourself a hole can't win the world series in april but you sure as mm-hmm. can lose it
1: exactly yes well, i think what you were saying chris was so, a point that i had too which is i think the encouraging sign is that it seems to be a different guy every night it it yeah and we're not dependent right, on that one we're not guy. hoping lindor saves us from whatever hole we're in where with like a 10 run homer <laughs> you know it's like I, the encur- yeah, the encouraging thing is that uh, one night it's Jose Ramirez single handedly winning it, the, winning us the game. Another night it's Fran Mel Reyes going three for three with like two homers. Another night it's Luplo having five RBIs. Another night it's you know maybe a yeah. little bit of a smattering of guys uh, you know uh, getting on base and driving in runs. I know our runners, are our, our average with runners in scoring positions pretty rough. But I guess it doesn't matter when you're hitting the ball out of the park. So, you know, it's hard. Is it Lindor rough the... or is it like normal player? It's Ruff? pretty bad. They were like two for like twenty-seven at one point. And like okay, so Lin- for Lindor rough then Lindor rough, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and I know I I assume throughout the season we'll be doing Lindor watch. So yes, yes. I believe when I last checked his average was a little below the Mendoza line. So okay, not wishing. Do you, want to anyone.
2: Do you want him to Do I succeed? want him to?
1: Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yes. I would hate to wish ill will on any player, but it's hard to have any sympathy for a guy who goes on a media tour after he leaves Cleveland and says, "Oh, yeah, I fell asleep during the 2016 World Series, and I just gave up last season." And using that as his, "Oh, I've but I've grown because now I'm in a big market." So, to me, I think any Indians fan should feel very slighted and should not miss him. But I don't know if I am going to waste my time.
2: Too it's such much. a weird, like, <laughs> you know. It's like the weirdest media tour ever, though. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you bringing up last season? No one's really asking you about it. No one's digging into the, a World Series from five years ago, and you're just like. It made no sense to me because he was gonna get he was gonna get that crazy offer and that media tour just like made people upset with him and and it just further solidified what we, what we had said about not paying the money for a singular person uh, when the Mets don't appear to be any better and the Braves appear to be great this season so good luck to the Mets and well, and look postseason.
1: at he does seem to be okay because he's actually gonna be I think playing next week but This, I mean, these are fragile contracts. No matter who the player is, uh, Fernando Tatis on one swing, it almost looked like he like ripped his arm out of his socket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't know, you know. I mean, thank God he's okay because he's one of my favorite players in the league. But oh my God, you know, say say the Indians did sign Lindor to a three hundred and fifty million dollar deal, and that happens to him in his first game or whatever. I mean. (laughs) you know people would be people would be going the other way so you know i I think uh you know i i I will of course be watching and checking his stats just to see uh because i i'm curious i i'm always curious about guys who go to
2: the big market you know it doesn't always work out i'm hoping for like i don't want to get injured because like i i genuinely like watching him play um, and he was, baseball he, is better with
1: him playing
2: well. It yes. is, it is. He's a good young player and he's like really fun. And he's, and he's like, like, yeah, the media throw is annoying, but he also was like a good person. Like he didn't, he, you read stories totally. about like bad human, like he didn't do anything wrong. And he, he gave a lot to the Cleveland area and the Puerto Rico. So like, he's a good dude, but I just want him to be like pretty average, like have an occasional like web gym play and but hit just below like an acceptable like rate of home runs where you're like man he's only been hitting like 23 home runs a year and like 78 RBIs and he's like mm-hmm. a 255 batter like why are we spending why do we pay this mu- so much money mm-hmm. and where you're ju- like he's just like i don't want him to fail but also just like i don't want it to be like suddenly he's a top like five mvp candidate this season right and it would be more
1: more than fair to root against them in the playoffs when that time comes. I think that would that's fair. It's, game. The, it's Mets, the Mets, dude. It's I, the like, Mets. They are they. Are, You're talking nonsense. They will have to win a game there. when D- Jacob Degrom pitches.
2: That will that, have to
1: happen at some point. That poor bastard, man. Yeah. That I poor know. bastard can't
2: get. I thought Corey Kluber had bad luck. Bad luck getting like runs, runs generated for him. Oh, he gets sick. nothing. That is, I mean. I, As a Mets fan,
1: you just have to be like because I know that feeling where you have your ace who's the best pitcher in the league pitching, and like you're you're you just the pain of every inning going by and it's zero, zero, one, nothing. And you just are like, here we go again. (laughs) He makes that one mistake, hangs one, you know, slider,
0: hangs one pitch, and it's all of a sudden two nothing, and God well Hanging yep. with the loss. when eight innings, gave up two runs. We lost two to one. You and know. we couldn't muster we couldn't muster four hits.
1: Yeah. Well, Bieber's got some days like that, but I mean uh I've got no issues with him right now. I oh, that's a I real so much. gross segue. But uh <laughs> he is a strike. You all, yes. On
0: that Let's note, get into that. that man is a strikeout oh,
1: machine. Beautiful.
0: And the one stat that I found very fun he is in some rarefied air. He is along with Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson, and Bob Gibson, one of four pitchers in major league history on opening day to throw. I'm sorry, 12 or more strikers. I love all those
1: pitchers. Those are like three of my favorite pitchers. Yeah. There was um, another stat. Un, un- multiple, there was another stat out there. Un- there about, was another um, one. Double-digit strikeouts in your first two starts to uh, start the season. I can't remember yes, who he
0: I believe it's also like that mm-hmm. same it company. Is. Yeah. it's it, Maybe Pedro or, or Schilling is in that mix too, but you're, you're talking Hall yes.
1: of Famers. Like, and Beaver. Oh, and he's also, like, 25. So, you know, that the the Indians, as they are currently constructed, when you look at their rotation, it's so oh. young. Logan Allen, you mentioned,
2: Fabs. Yeah. He's gotten off to a pretty good start. He's 23. Yeah. Oh, my. Like, it, how old's that yeah. aging vet, Tristan McKenzie, we were speaking about? I believe he's, what, twenty. I believe he's the ripe old 20, age of uh, twenty-three,
0: 23
2: okay. as well, or twenty-two. He's Twenty-three. So Sorry. now I, I really—that's I, funny that you you mentioned the age thing because um, literally two days ago I was driving somewhere. Oh, I was listening to the game on my radio because uh, I got to hear you know the local Indians broadcasters, which is amazing. And I was just like, oh my god! Like even if we don't you know, we, we've talked about this a bunch, but even, yeah, even if we don't, you know, have an 85 win season or whatever, it's just like really exciting to be a Cleveland sports fan right now. Maybe not a Cavs fan, but we'll see what happens with the, with the lottery and the draft. Maybe they'll get lucky this year. Uh, but even the Cavs, they have some good young pieces, but the Browns, all of their best players. I mean, we've all seen the stats and the Indians, like it, it it's just exciting that it's like, you know, the end isn't coming. You're like, We're gonna the possibilities for the next three to four years are just endless, and so that's that's really exciting. I I love being in that, especially being in a market like like Cleveland, where you know we, especially the Indians, they can't always sign people to those long contracts that we want them to. The Browns probably are going to have some more flexibility with that kind of stuff because there's a salary cap in football, Um, but but it is really exciting. My two favorite like sports. We have this great young core of, like, super talented dudes. Yeah,
1: Zach Plesak is currently Mm -hmm. the old man in the rotation at the ripe old age of 26. Jesus. God. And he just turned 26, Uh,
2: correct?
0: Like, just within the last month, That's that's
2: insane. Let's see.
1: He turned 26 on, uh, well, January 21. So January 21st. Um, Okay. So, so Yeah. So a couple of months ago, right before the season started, but yeah, so he just turned 26. So that also should give fans plenty of things to be excited about because your entire rotation is uh, set up for a, I mean, four to five year run potentially. Classe is oh, 21. Class a who I would so so now moving into the bullpen a little bit. I mean, class A is the closer. I would yeah. say, like, no question about it. We have our closer. The guy is throwing gas. And I I don't have the stat in front of me, but his... Because all he does is throw 100 miles an hour. So, like, he's racking up, like, the instances of throwing that. And I think, like, he matched, like, the Indians' last, like, 14 times (laughs) throwing 100 miles an hour over the past, like, decade Yes, in the first week or something like that. It was some crazy stat.
0: I... I thought the stat that I saw was something like he matched already a season total from like 12 years was like two, yeah. yeah like the 2008 season like we had
1: he's already yeah. matched that in eight games so nine, yeah the Kluber trade then I mean no doubt no doubt yes.
0: I'm <clears throat> I would even I would even go out of the limb and say we won it last year. Yeah, unfortunately I mean, when he went down after like a The game. Shields gave us like the Shields' war was like a one. He appeared in more games. Yeah. He appeared in more games. But yeah, Cla- Class Klasse made a murky I, outfield yeah.
1: situation. Uh I am I am impressed with Classe's composure and his ability to just come in and Throw it down the middle and just be like, guess what? Can you hit it? Uh, that seems to work pretty well for a lot of closers who can throw gas. Uh, you know, usually you get like maybe one or two other out pitches. But Classe has been impressive, and it's been even more impressive when you see him matched against a guy like Kieranshak, who's having some struggles with his command and and has for a while now. You know, relative to his career, but he worries me a little bit. Uh, I know he. Stri- I know he walked. I think he like walked the first batter in the game uh, on Sunday, and then struck out the side. But that's what you're going to get with this guy. So he might like walk three guys. He might strike out three guys. You don't really know, and it's hard to put him in super high leverage situations currently, knowing that that's the case. But I love him as like a seventh inning guy, uh, seventh or eighth inning guy, and and Whitgren kind of floating around in there with like. Brian Shaw, innings eater. The dude is back. I love it, man. I love we should it. should call him Pac Man. Done, done. Pac Man's back. Brian Pac Man <laughs> Shaw. I just, I, I'm so happy that that dude came back to the Indians and that he just found his form again. You know, I, I don't know if it, if it'll stick. You know, obviously he could get lit up at some point, uh, but we've talked about in our preview episode, like that's the dude we needed was like, cause he came in in this Chicago game, set him down in order, you know, whatever he, you need him to do sixth, seventh inning. Seems like he's, he's back and ready to do
0: it. Can, can we also talk about the fact that he's now throwing a 96 mile an hour slider out of like <laughs> thin air? <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Like
1: where <laughs> was that? <laughs> like, he's just got like a Popeye arm and he gets busted for like roids yeah it's like (laughs) wait a second
0: um and you brought up a point he's you know just eating up all these innings which is awesome and he's pitching well and he's going to get shelled in a game or two and people should not just wave the flag on it in that instance you gotta see it through you know because relief pitchers have one bad outing or two oh, bad yeah. outings that URA can skyrocket you know
1: so well that's what they were, we were I'm sure it, in, in the glory days of the Brian Shaw and Cody Allen years if any yeah. of them even so much as gave up a run it was like these bums you know People have such a weird exactly. relationship with bullpen arms. It's crazy.
0: I, I don't I don't get it. I mean you have to you you almost have to throw your traditional stats out the window when it comes to the bullpen. Because they get so few innings, like I said, that you know they give up four runs in an inning. Yeah, it hurts that hurts certain stats. You know, Karen check walks one guy and all of a sudden that that you know some of those stats are okay well I do worry about him though. His
1: whip is now his whip is now one one. And right. A half. Exactly. Though I do wonder I, I do start to worry if like his walks per nine innings start hitting like three or four. You know, like Well then yes, yeah. No. And I
0: mean that's always been his kind of um you know the the mm. knock on him, even back to his minor league days, is yeah, he's got these crazy K per nine inning stats, but at the same time, he does have some command issues. Yeah, and um, you know we'll just have to live with it. But, but here's the, my point that I am in a roundabout way making is these guys are so mm. young still, and. This is a season of low expectations, you know. So be it. Let's take our lumps now this year, figure out some things with the roster, still floating around 500, still in contention for the wild card right. spot. And then after a full season, these guys are going to be mm-hmm. seasoned. They're going to be ready to go.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd much rather have a guy, and I'd much rather have a guy like Kar- James check with the raw talent that he has in my bullpen as opposed to not. So I will certainly take, yeah, I'm going to I will be happily taking some of those lumps. If it means maybe this is a year where we're sorting things out, you know, he's pitching a full season. Um, You know, he might go because the thing is he'll go on a hot stretch probably where he will pitch like for two weeks lockdown, you know, that, that will happen. Oh, I was going to say two months. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of how, Quickly, it does. You know, depending on him figuring it out. But that's what a good. That's what a full season is going to benefit. You know, is going to be. You know, these guys get into that routine now, finally, where it's not just this exactly. like insane sprint from the start. So, you know, now now we're going to get that opportunity to see some of these guys grow and get that time. Like Emmanuel Classe, the dude's never even pitched anything close to. Uh, he missed a full year. He pitched. He pitched twenty-one yeah, innings. Like, we have no idea really what this guy can do, and here he is throwing the so, gas. That's
0: that's a perfect segment for the question I wanted to pose to you both is do you think that closet because from what I've seen, Clause is just he's just like blacking out and just going throwing his mm. his gas. Like he doesn't know how to close yet. And once he Figures oh, that yeah, part yeah. out and, and just as it
2: purely just here's my heat. Right. He's Figure not doing me the mental, the mental he, like Mariana Rivera, I'm here to, to devastate yes. you and just destroy your life. He's just throwing great stuff. Like he's throwing sliders that are like 101 miles per hour. And once he develops some other pitches, like, oh my God, like I don't even know what you do with that because. Like That's just impossible, and that's why that trade was so important, because last year, before we could all see how good he was, everyone's like, Karen check. He's like wild thing, but what happened now that he's having a struggle, he's having issues with his command? If he didn't make the deal for cost then you wouldn't even have a closer. So then you're talking about like, oh, mm-hmm. should we have this hole? But now like, you have a closer of the future who's only 21. Who's, who's still doing a great job kind of in that role right now. But then if Karen check gets it under control, you got Shaw heating up innings. Wick greens look really good too. Then all of a sudden you, you have a bullpen with like four dudes who can just completely shut you down. And you have one of the best rotations in the league. So if you get any run support, it's just like lights out. It, it just, it, you get me yeah. to the fifth or sixth inning and then you can, you can, you can do what they did tonight with McKenzie. McKenzie only threw, like, 76 pitches. They took him out in the fourth inning. When you have a deep right. bullpen like the Indians do, then you can give Bieber a, hey, we have a 4 nothing lead. It's the sixth. Like, you've thrown 80 pitches. Like, let's just save your arm. Like, Karen Jack's been like lighting dudes up. Like, let's just get our guys in. Like, you, then you don't need to rely on like the rotation can stay healthy longer. So it's, it's amazing. And I'm just, I'm hoping Karen Jack can get that control going. And I'm just excited to watch say. Like, I want him on this, the Indians forever. And just if he develops another pitch or two, oh my God, like best of luck.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, uh, Mackenzie only pitching four innings. I mean, they're going to ease him into the, the full season workload as Uh much as they possibly can. So it does afford you that opportunity to say, okay, he's pitching four innings. We've got the bullpen that can give us the length. Also, because we have so many starters pitching into like the seventh and eighth inning that these guys need like innings anyway. (laughs) So, They they have to find a way to get into the game. (laughs) Like Cal Quantrill pitched tonight and hadn't pitched in eight days, you know, and, it's like, yeah. sorry, man. Our starters are going into the eighth. What do you want?
0: <laughs> and But unfortunately, I think Cal's role
1: is... I mean, it is going to be that.
0: A piggyback, yeah. dude. It's going to be piggybacking off of, you know, McKenzie's starts and, you know, eating up a couple innings where uh, someone doesn't have it that night and only gets you into the fifth. And then you can bring Cal in for the sixth, seventh. You know, because he's been extended to a starter's, you know, yeah. workload.
1: I mean,
2: Logan Allen's yeah. going
1: to take some lumps for sure because he's 23 years old. And he's kind of excited, though. Like, yeah. I, don't,
2: I, I mean, I, was, dude, I wasn't expecting anything out of Logan Allen going into like spring training. I mean, we have a lefty throw in mid 90s. Right. That, that I,
1: That's yeah. a great look to have in your rotation. He gets himself into a little bit of trouble in some innings and he throws a lot of pitches mm-hmm. and it'll burn him. Sure. But, He's also going to learn, and again, he's twenty three. So, and he's your fourth starter. So, you're not asking him to be a Cy Young candidate. Go out and yes. win twenty games. Hey, man, and, can you get yeah. your, if his ERA is even like a tad over four this season? I'd call that a huge win. To, to have I'm, a guy who could go the full if he were to certainly. pitch the full season with an ERA of like, now oh, whatever four four twelve, let's say it's you know th- that's. Absolutely, something you would take from your fourth starter, assuming that Savali, yeah. Plecak, and Bieber are taking that next step. Plecak and Savali especially look like they have taken an, that next Dude, step. Dude, is real first,
2: good. Like, I'm, yeah, we we might get two two starting pitchers in the All-Star game this season.
1: That would be beautiful.
2: That would. I mean,
1: Plecak oh. really does see Savali. We'll see because I know he had his struggles last year at times, but man, does Plecak look? great i mean he, he just so has good. such a command of the zone mm-hmm. and uh it's funny because you know this is still it's just so funny to look back and think about how this is a rotation that lost bieber or not bieber i'm sorry uh, kluber carrasco clevenger and bauer over the like the last few years and just got like significantly
2: better they, they got, they and younger, got like deeper and younger. It's <laughs> and yeah. like Insane. I mean, it's crazy. We upgraded. We upgraded oh. somehow. We're like, hey, you know, yeah. I mean, because if we had all four of those dudes, like, imagine two, if we hung on for two dear of them life. Would be out for those. Right now, and Kluber would just be like making us so super sad, and Trevor Bauer would sure. be investigated by the league. That you would be that would like, let's just play it out.
1: Yeah, like you said, you play out the string of like every apparently Indians fans' fantasy where nobody ever leaves the team. And the current rotation <laughs> is Corey Kluber, Carlos Carrasco, Mike Clevenger, uh, Trevor Bauer, and then just whoever the hell else at five. Yeah, it'd be a nightmare. This season would be a
2: seven win team. Also, you don't have Classe and you don't have Freyma if we're doing that game, because and you also,
0: yeah, yeah. If you're going to go back and retroactively make all those Dude, trades, and come our payroll happens. is
2: 130 million dollars to pay for like and all those be, dudes, the, the Indians would be
1: truly terrible this season. Yeah, I think Domingo Santana would have to come back out of pure necessity <laughs> yeah. to play right that field. That signing really bummed me out. I I love that guy. I, I am so bummed that didn't work out, and I think he might be out of baseball. <laughs> I don't know where. I man. believe he is.
0: That I believe he is. Or if he's anywhere, he's at one of those, you know, alternate AAA camps that are. I going really like on. that
1: guy. I was a big fan of him. Oh, he's off to Japan. Awesome. Nice. Okay. Okay. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll rake,
0: he'll rake over there cool. and they'll have a nice little like Eric Thames like yeah. career and. Maybe late career, come back over to
2: the states, and he's only twenty eight. You know, cap night night cap to yep. his career. That's I'm on my bucket list. I Welcome want to back. attend a, I want to attend a crazy game in like Tokyo or South Korea, where they just have those like insane noise makers, and it's just like I've got a
0: I got a buddy who who can. Uh, share his experience with us Ooh, I it, hear. it's I, wild. Hear. I it's wild. hope you're
1: sc- it's wild. Stuff. I hope your scenario fabs is like you act you, you go to like a Japanese baseball game but it's actually part of like one of those Japanese game shows and like you're in center field in like a diaper <laughs> and like <laughs> like two big people like giant fish are just like beating you with something. <laughs> And you're just
2: like, I love this. This is the best. And it's also like an obstacle course that you have to and run. It's all nice, like that one game show they have yeah. where they're like covered in like lube and they're trying to climb up that wall. It's right. yes. That's
1: that's how I I hope that's how you get to go to a Japanese baseball game. <laughs> um, we'll call around. We'll make it happen. Fantastic. I love it. All right. So, what's your Okay, well, I we didn't throw this in the notes, so you have to think on the fly. Uh, Ooh, what like are it. you? Oh, no, what? Nine games in now. What's got you most excited about this team currently?
2: Can we pick two things?
1: <sighs>
2: yeah. Okay, my two are class A, mm-hmm. and the rotation being as good as it is, like getting seemingly getting better is very exciting to watch, especially, I mean, Bieber obviously is just like a stud, uh, but plastic and Savali seeming to take that next step. And then having like some great options with your four and five with McKenzie and uh, uh, Logan Allen. So I'm, I'm just excited about our pitching. It's I, that's what I was most nervous about. Like, even though I, I was most excited about, like, I was like, this is the strength. Sure. I was most nervous because I was like, if if our pitching step like goes back a bunch, we are in for a long terrible season. Even if our our batting uh, is a little better than we thought it was going to be, like it, it's not going to be to where it needs to be to make up for it, bad pitching. Uh, so those are my two two biggest. But if I had to pick one, it'd be Cosay. Is I was excited because I knew we could throw 100, but he's already exceeded my expectations.
1: Okay.
0: Um for me the easy one is also just the pitching in general, but taking it another step and, and going in a different direction, it's just the overall how how the teams played and looked. And there's still guys not hitting the ball. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Cesar's not hitting the ball, Eddie Rosario is He's finding ways to contribute, but he's not hitting the ball really just yet. I think uh, Jimenez is still kind of trying to figure out, you know, his way around to the clubhouse, so you can't fault the guy for not, you know, just raking quite yet. The fact that we have some kind of, like, weird Frankenstein's-like monster out in center field (laughs) that is working... And that there's guys like Mercado and Daniel Johnson who I feel could provide a little bit more stability to this. Yeah, spot. Ben, but, ben Gamble's time on the um, roster is going to be limited here soon. <laughs> yeah, Ben Gamble and uh, and and uh, Jake Bowers, their their days are done. Yeah. So I think just the oh, and Yu Chang has really torn the ball off, like we know he could or can. And he's becoming this, like, kind of, like, pseudo, like, quasi, like, super utility player oh, now, which is them. awesome. Just the fact that there's some guys just, you know, it's it's early. It's April in Cleveland. All those cliches. And yet we're still looking good offensively. That's, that, I think, maybe
1: has me the most excited. Yeah, I, I was going to go that route, too. I think, you know... Last couple years, the team has come out looking like a zombie uh, offensively, and I I don't. There seems to be like new, like new life. It seems like, and and it's probably like an infusion of youth. It's an infusion of new faces, and some some veterans. I mean, this offense has like pretty significant amount of veterans on it now. When you look at it, uh, you yeah, know, like half the lineup is like guys who have been around and um that i think makes a big difference and i think the thing that actually has got me most excited aside from the obvious and like the pitching is i actually like seeing R- jose ramirez get off to a good start because there was that year 2019 i think where for the first half of the season it was like i mean it was a nightmare He literally was one mm-hmm. of the worst hitters in baseball in terms of uh I think like his um like launch angle and stuff when when he was like popping balls up a lot, like I think he just his swing was like broken, and you know then he came back in the end of two thousand and nineteen and then uh he was an m v p candidate last year and could have won it. I think seeing him kind of pick up where he left off makes me think maybe that one bad half of a season was an anomaly and a blip, and the Jose Ramirez that we see now who's you know an anchor in the lineup it, this is the, the the mvp candidate is the perennial mvp candidate is the real jose ramirez and um not that i doubted it but you always want your gut you know you always want your best players to get off to a good start and it seems like he is if not locked in like he's not lost at the plate right now um you know where it could have been a different story so and that gets me excited knowing that if you've got him starting to hit and anchoring the lineup with Re- Randall Reyes, who is hitting 300 currently, this is the first season in a while where I, I don't think everybody's like sweating out every April game. Um, right. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens as they play better teams. You know, not every team's going to be the Tigers. So it's not always going to be a five home run barrage. I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I I feel like I feel like currently the lineup is doing what they wanted it to do. It's you know I I think it's going according to plan, and the and the pitching is going to be there to keep them in literally every single game. And again,
0: as long as they get out of April, five hundred a game over. I mean, that's the crazy thing, Steve. We used to have those random deep dives into the crazy stats discussions of if you go two games over 500 you like every month you realize that that's like an 87 win team right at the end of the year like it's all you have to do it's so simple it's all I mean and again that's how this team seems to be currently constructed and I'm excited optimistic uh don't want to be you know printing out playoff tickets just yet
1: but good things are good things are afoot i think I, I think it's very clear that they barring some you know disastrous like slump they should hang in there for most of the season yes yeah i don't know what that's going to end up being you know but i know we've all our predictions were like a range of the 80s but um, that's going to keep you in yeah, the mix. It'll keep you in the mix for for most of the season, and and you know, then when say say they're in the hunt in September, then you see what happens, and and that's yeah. really all you could ask for.
0: We have enough shortstops; we could probably give up on one or two and maybe make a
1: trade. Well, Fabs, like you were saying, I mean, you know, if they if the offense is potentially better than we thought. I mean, they'll make a move. They'll make a move for a guy that they could control, but they they will do that. I know they would not yeah. just stand pat on that front. So, I mean, I mean, we're talking about July at this point, but you know,
2: it's like we'll see, we'll see. Well, yeah, we, I, we're talk, we haven't talked encouraged. about bring guys guys up. If Bobby Bradley comes up. Well, that's and starts yeah, raking. That's, like that's exciting too. That's the other thing, dude.
1: Is certain parts of this roster are going to look vastly different here in a couple months. That's just how baseball goes. And there are going to be young... I mean, there's a slight possibility Nolan Jones finds his way on this team at some point this year, by the end of the season. May or may not contribute, who knows. But there are guys lurking who could contribute. Like, now that I'm seeing the lineup kind of like shake out the way that it is, boy, would it look good with Daniel Johnson and Bobby Bradley at the bottom of that lineup. I mean, it really, oh, absolutely. Would, oh yeah. I'm
0: salivating. There's some, there's some pop and speed between those two. Yeah. And
1: you start to think like, okay, that's pretty you nice. You daydream a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get a little excited. So, um, so yeah, no, I think, you know, for being one weekend, even if you're playing the Royals and the Tigers, you got to feel pretty good about where you're at, uh, or at le- or at least, you know. The sky isn't falling like it might seem to a lot of fans at this point. But like we said, there's about 97% of baseball left to be played this season. So we'll see. <laughs> God, speaking of um, still have quite a bit, yeah, well, yeah, just a bit. Yeah, Ted, uh, speaking of Indians outfielders, as we have numerous times, what's going on with Tyler Naquin? Was it just the leadoff spot that unlocked his full potential in Cincinnati? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for the guy. I'm very, very, very happy for him. I yeah, love
2: it. Like, I like I like I like a lot.
1: I, I'm I'm happy to
0: see that he's finding success, but uh do a deeper dive into the splits. Is it it's, is it nasty? Um, it's what are you talking like home away like two, or home and away, just a simple home and away splits. He, he found a great home in Cincinnati. Totally. He, he he was never a bad player. Exactly. Here. He just can't he just couldn't stay mm-hmm. healthy. It was what the 17 season or no 18 season with him in Luplo. Yeah. Where they combined to put up some yeah, nice numbers yeah. in that platoon. And um, you know, he in that year he was healthy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like I said, Cincinnati is a band box. He 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 found a great home down there. Um, and there, I, I am I, curious. I think his numbers. I'm curious as to why they hit him. I think him his numbers off. will come down a little
2: bit um, as the season progresses. But he's off to such a good start, you know? though. He's gonna. He's bound to hit twenty some home runs, and like, yeah, it'll probably at least eighty RBIs a day. He's already at fourteen RBIs through nine games. Uh, so yeah, he's yeah he's gonna be at least like a twenty five home run, eighty RBI season, which is awesome. Potentially twenty home runs is not a huge lift at this point. Right.
1: for him. just got. I mean, got to stay healthy and not go into huge slumps. There have been That's plenty true. of guys who have had like Aprils that have been off the charts, and then we're never hurting yeah. again. But I hope. I, mean, I don't want to say. Although he has, a good I don't want to say.
0: I don't want to get put the bad mojo out there and say you know look at David or uh, Derek Dietrich, who mm-hmm. got off to a torrid start with the Reds a couple years back too, and then couldn't even sniff two hundred in the second half. I think in I want to say it was a nineteen season. Um, I don't. I hope that doesn't happen with Nathan Cleveland boy but. Derek Dietrich. By the way,
1: yeah, he's currently guys that I well, he's currently on the Yankees taxi squad is he's a guy i've long thought would be a nice fit. i thought so too that i think it was like 19 where he was the free agent and there was talk about it but yeah i mean he hasn't hit over i don't think he's hit 200 in the last two years so i no, it would have seemed seemed like a good fit but now in retrospect i'm like boy am i glad they didn't yes no (laughs) yeah so um and then uh Speaking of Indians pitchers, who we've also mentioned recently uh, a little bit, our our good friend Corey Kluber uh, with the Yankees, not off to the best of starts. No, <laughs> I feel bad. I mean, it's um, terrible. It's like you, it know, you, know, yeah. you know, you. Um, I absolutely want Corey Kluber to.
2: I do love well. Corey Kluber. He's one of my favorite. I, it's Indians like pitchers. More than, it's
1: so hard to watch a guy kind of hanging on at the end of his career knowing that physically he's not where he was four, year, 4 4 or 5 years ago losing all of that velocity on his fastball and just sort of like making one last run at it for a guy that meant so
2: much to the team that's tough to watch mm-hmm. you know it happens so fast too because like 35 isn't like that old but like for starting pitchers it it usually is that that becomes the you know, that 34, 35, 36, unless you're like Justin Verlander, it, it all just starts to go downhill unless you redefine your style of pitching.
1: Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, and, and I mean, there was a time where when Kluber won the second Cy Young, it was like, if he wins one more, that's a guaranteed Hall of Fame right, yeah. induction. You know, it was like, and, and it felt like it was a possibility. And then, uh, you know, health gets in the way, you know? It it didn't feel like a
0: possibility. It felt like a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least to me, and being a Yankees hater,
1: I'm, I'm like any good baseball I'm fan torn.
0: As, I'm happy yeah, as my civic duty. Sucks. As my civic duty, um, I'm you know I'm gonna rock in a hard place when it comes to him because no, I don't want to see him succeed, helping them out. But boy. You know, still love him. Still probably my favorite picture I ever saw
1: live and in person. Yeah. Hands down. I remember, yeah, I remember uh my best memory of Kluber was, I believe it was like the 2000, I want to say 14 season. I went to Baltimore and it was like 14 or 15. I can't remember, but we went to Baltimore and saw a game obviously Camden Yards, and Kluber was pitching, and that was the first game where I said to anyone who would listen, "Oh, this is our ace." It was it was like this dominating performance from Kluber, which we hadn't seen you know obviously a ton of to that point, but that was the moment where I was like, "Oh, the Indians found their ace. This is the guy." And and some do you sometimes keep in just, touch with that
2: hot dog vendor? What's that? Do you keep yeah, in, just, in touch I'm with that hot dog mean, Annoying everybody around you and just like people moving, moving seats. No, he, his phone line got disconnected. He's I don't
0: Mind know what happened. You, you, were, you were with your parents and wife and family, other family, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, we okay, went on like okay. a, yeah, it was like a family trip. Yes, yeah. it was a family trip. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, cause we like to try and go to like different games and stuff. Um, and yeah, we hadn't yeah. been to Baltimore yet. So we, um, you know, try to follow the Indians around and it just so happened that he was, I, I want to, I gosh, I can't remember if it was 14 or 15, but I don't know. The years get away from me after a while, I guess. But long story short, he was just unbelievable in that game. And that, you know, yeah. And then obviously 2016 being what it was, it's like, you hate to see mm-hmm. a guy's career potentially. And, you know, I mean, we'll see. You know, I, I know he's, I think he's had like seven walks already in two starts. Yeah. So, I mean, eight, eight, something like that.
0: Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll read you his line quickly. Through two starts, yeah, has well. gone six and a third, allowed 10 hits, seven runs. Eight strikeouts. I'm sorry. It was eight strikeouts and five, five walks. Five walks. Okay. Okay. So. Oh yeah, I was looking at his spring training stats. So. Yeah, and then but his ERA is five
1: sixty eight. Uh, five sixty eight. So. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's two starts. It's two starts, but he hasn't looked like Corey Kluber. No. The the Rays did light him up. My number two. They did. They did. Like, my good
0: friends. I'm just hoping that you know. I'm hoping that he. Pitches well, not well enough to get any uh, hardware for the Yankees and then goes elsewhere in the offseason and uh, revitalizes his career for, you know, two more seasons. i will probably do that with the A's or something.
1: Or the Rays. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or oh, the Rays. A's, Rays. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Those are Honestly, those are two, two strong possibilities.
1: <laughs> so are the Indians. To be honest, depending on how the rotation shakes out, <laughs> they might bring him back. I wouldn't I mean hey, you never know. I wouldn't put it past the front office. Think about you it. Know, they, if Brian they Shaw, out and, can come back, if Shaw can come back, if Pac Man Shaw can come back, yeah. You thought it. I thought he was done after Colorado. So Well, you know what? Look at Jake McGee, too. Yeah. And uh, Greg Holland. He left course. Wasn't Greg Holland on that team, uh, too? I believe so. They they signed those guys to, like,
0: absurd deals? It was, like, those three, yeah. And they were like, oh, never mind. We've made a huge mistake.
1: (laughs) Uh, You're all cut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not, we're just, like, (laughs) you still have years on your deal, but forget it. (laughs) Nah, more... We're going in a different direction. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was there for a season. He made the All-Star game. So, actually, I guess it wasn't half bad. Craig Holland. Anything else you guys want to throw out there for the season in its infancy in terms of, uh, I don't know, fun tidbits or surprising teams or anything like that?
0: I just have two fun little anecdotal uh, points that, that are on my radar. And um, being a... Of the Padres, it was
1: nice to finally see them have uh, someone throw another hitter for them. Yeah, you know so, who now has so that was cool. that was awesome. You know what team now has the longest drought?
2: be the Indians, right? Yep,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I believe all of us were at Lenny Barker's game. List, so <laughs> yeah, right. Us and uh, two hundred fifty thousand other people. <laughs> that just
2: means beaver has yeah. got to end the drought in like Game Four or Five of the World Series in a sweep. Or could you imagine like? Could you imagine? Oh, I can't. I would be hyperventilating on the ground. Like my wife would have to be checking on my 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 breathing like every <laughs> yeah. thirty seconds. Like right. I, I can't do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready for that physically, mentally, emotionally.
2: Yeah, no, I was in the same. I don't know. It'd be a one like, nothing game too. It wouldn't even be like. Oh, oh we,
1: yeah, we oh, have
2: a oh, seven. Oh, we have a seven run lead. So if he it stinks if he doesn't get it, but it's like. We're up 3-0. We're going to blow the series if we don't have the fucking perfect game tonight. <laughs> you right.
1: <laughs> I know. I would, I would think that, too.
2: <laughs> I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. Let's not even put that out in the universe
0: as a possibility. Yeah. Let's we'll see if we can get there. That, it, just, it just makes me anxious thinking about <laughs> right. it. Um, and my second little uh, fun antidote is that I think... Um, By all accounts, a very good guy. Just needs to stop talking. And um, what the fans have a lot of fun at his his expense. And I'm talking about Dusty Baker. I know Dusty was not in Houston when uh, the trash can saga was going on. But uh, I got some bad news for him. People don't forget. And when people weren't allowed to hurl insults mm-hmm. and and I don't want people, you know, to you know hurl expletives at the players, but uh what they did tarnished tarnished everything mm-hmm. to be completely frank. And the fact that they got away scot-free for a year, they got something coming this mm-hmm. year. I'm already looking forward to July first through the fourth. Mm-hmm. I'm working on things. Um, oh God! So this I'm, is gonna be a two-person, I, are two-person podcast. Come uh, July, then. this there might After be, Christmas there trial. might be, uh, yeah. yeah, there might be. Um, we we'll, to a where, true crime pod- podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I might not be allowed back into progressive fields for some time. I don't know. Um, depending on how. You know, major league baseball clamps down and yeah. Likes to not be fun on things, but that's a topic for a different day. Um, but no, Dusty just like shut up,
1: man. I know that's the thing that like it make, he makes it so much worse when he says it's bad like this is like
2: bad for America. It's like what are you no, talking it's about? Great. <laughs> Actually it's the best thing shut for up. baseball. Yeah, right it can now. unify it can unite all of us. Our our dislike. We didn't forget, you know, it's No, I
1: get as a manager that he has to stand behind his guys, but like really all you should do is just, you should, I would respect it more if he was just like, I'm not answering questions about that this season. Like you can talk about it in the paper or whatever about like a guy who throws a plastic trash can on the field, but don't ask me about it because I'm not going to give you an answer. Like that would be a better way to go about it. It's like, just stop saying like, Oh, the fans are, you know, shitheads for doing this when you know, they have every right to like get on your team about it.
2: I guess the whole point I wish you'd also call them shitheads instead of just like being around a bush like these these fans are real real dickheads (laughs) 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 I would i miss managers who would do that man Oh yeah, I wish our managers were like lighting up heaters in like the dugout and just like drinking beers like had a little cooler beers give me that
1: Oh, that'd be great! I know. I I miss
2: where's Jim Leland when you need him. Oh, I wish players I were drinking beers in the dugout and stuff, and just like <laughs> like, like eating <laughs> eating food there. Like, just who cares? It's fun, man. Just like, like wiping pizza grease on their jerseys. It's 162 <laughs> games. Like just giving. I know, own man. Like, like some whatever. of those games, yeah.
1: especially on like a hot like July afternoon. Like, just like make it fun. Get get some lawn chairs out and
2: like. A little, Shane Bieber like, comes out with pool. like a blue, like icy, like face because he's been eating <laughs> his snow cones and stuff. and yeah, are right out. <laughs> <laughs> One more. I mean, they should get to enjoy.
1: I feel bad for players because their entire careers they don't get to like enjoy summer the way we do. So we should
2: like I know let them like cut loose a little bit. Yeah, have a slip inside and, and stuff for them in the bullpen and be awesome.
1: Let like the kids run around on the field during the game. Yeah, you know, like their kids, you know, you,
0: you want to cut your sleeves off because it's too hot today? Cut your yeah, sleeves off.
2: Cut them off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Which speaking, you want to wear shorts, wear shorts, whatever. Speaking of, I'm very interested in whatever Cleveland City edition jerseys become in the next year or so. Yes.
0: Well, we're not gonna we're not on the short list
1: to make it this year. We aren't no, we're not this year. Which
0: there's only eight
1: teams. I was surprised that some of the teams that did make it that they weren't all just big market teams. There were some like fun uh other ones in there. The team that like struck me as the most
0: random was the Giants. That's oh, a really? huge market though. Yeah. It's a huge market, but I'm like, is there a more
1: Irrelevant market lately in baseball. Yeah, I hate to say it. Really bad. Well, with the like the Giants, it it seems like it'll just be like the like the SF will just be like a little larger or something. Like it doesn't seem like that's a team that would like go all out for a city jersey. No, (laughs) you know, City Connect is what it's called for Major League Baseball. Oh, they could have like a cool Alcatraz thing. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. They got orange already in the color yeah. scheme. Dude, it'd be amazing. Cleveland's would be amazing. cool if they went with like, like the Forest City nickname. The guitar, oh dude, oh, don't sorry. even put, don't even say it.
2: <laughs> don't <laughs> even <laughs> say <laughs> it. I can't. Yeah, I can't with this
1: guitar bullshit. Like if they did like two, they could go with like a Forest City theme would be cool, or if they did like a Burning River theme or Tencent Beer Night, just, like, just freaking anything. Yeah, Tencent Beer Night. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, just anything other than a freaking guitar themed or something like that I would
2: uh. Um, okay so my thing so far this season outside of the Indians um, I'm just excited I'm happy for the Reds I know we've talked about them a little bit I don't know how long this is going to last because I know their starting pitching isn't great Um, but their offense is like insane and they do have that super hitter friendly ballpark and if you want uh, a Skyline Coney. They serve those there. I've been there several times. Um, so I'm just I, happy. Love, I do love that park. I really it's, it's a fun park. I love the whole steamboat thing they have going on mm-hmm. in the outfield. That's fun. I mean, their division's not super, super good. Like the Cubs are like, eh, they're fine. They'll probably win 80 some games. I think the Brewers are probably the class of that division. And St. Louis could be, they'll probably be pretty steady Eddie again. Uh, But the Pirates are terrible. Um, The Pirates might lose like 140 games this year. (laughs) And so, yeah, I mean, I hope the Reds are for real. I think that'd be really fun. I always like when um, my Cincinnati friends can get excited and my mom can get excited about baseball. Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping they continue, except against that series coming up with the Indians, of course. But it's also just fun having baseball back in like the regular stadiums again. Like I, I didn't realize how much I missed it. Um, until we didn't have it for a year. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be like the same thing. Then I start watching and I see like fans in Progressive. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is awesome. Yeah. I mean, baseball
1: is just so much better with fans. Obviously, as things open up more, you'll get more fans in there. But like, God, it is nice to have fans back. It just adds so much to it. Mm -hmm. The thing that I... I'm hoping uh, sticks is the angels are off to a pretty hot start. Uh, they yes. are seven and three in the division. I, I really, really like the angels just for the fact of them having Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. And like, for the love of God, I want Mike Trout to make the freaking playoffs because I want to watch <laughs> him in a playoff series. I mean, their rotation is like, I mean, when you look at it, it's all guys who have excelled somewhere else at some point. It's like, oh, Alex Cobb, cool. Uh, Jose Quintana, Andrew Haney, uh, Dylan Bundy. You know, It's like all these names where you're like, oh yeah, well, Haney might be from the Angels organization, but all guys mostly where you're like, oh yeah, he was good here. And the Angels are just sort of cobbling together this thing with Otani also in the mix. And Griffin Canning may or may not be an ace. No one really knows, but I don't know. It's just, I mean, that doesn't scream playoff rotation to me. No, it seems, it screams a lot of, like, number three starters. Yes. Yeah. There's not one dude on there. I mean, they do not have anything close to a Bieber or a police stack type of pitcher. Right. It, it screams but, 77 to 79 wins at best. But they do have a lot of young talent that they could trade for a pitcher. They have That's like, true. they've got uh, yeah. a lot of guys that are young that if they were willing to part with them because they've got the offense you could easily make that deal I, I, I don't know I hope th- I just hope the Angels are there by the trade deadline so that like they can do that yeah that's, that's I would a good love point. to see the Angels
2: because their I'd offense is below. really good like they have a great offense and I would love I would love to see Otani and that's my Cooper memory uh, that I took my son to his first baseball game Uh, It was opening, it was the second game of the season. uh, Angels, uh, Indians playing at the Angels Stadium. And Otani, Kluber was starting. And Otani hit his second career home run off of Kluber. And uh, that was fun. Uh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Or it was 2018, 2018 season. Because my son was turning three. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh,
1: I mean, gosh, yeah, their offense is just nuts. Even with Rendon going on the IL... Um, it's pretty pretty freaking loaded. So, uh-huh. and Dexter yeah. Fowler now being out, what appears to be the rest of the season. Um, oh my god! Um, oh yeah, that could be his ACL, career. Yes. So that could be his career. That, yeah, yeah. Which would be a bummer. He's had a good good run. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. I'm just curious: have they spotted
1: uh, Christopher Lloyd or Danny Glover <laughs> yet? Hey, man. Whatever it takes. If they need Joseph Gordon Levitt even even as an adult to come Yeah,
2: as a bad boy. If they need Joseph Gordon Levitt to go into foster care for six months, then that's what's gotta be. Whatever take. whatever it takes.
1: It's all hands
0: on deck, yeah. man.
1: Wow. Yeah. So I that that's what I'm glad to see so far. Uh but we'll see if it sticks. Uh the Angels have been known to have a few hot starts of their own. But I mean Got Joe Madden in the mix there now, so it may be a different story. That's true. He's, he's, yeah, they're in... They're in good hands. They're in good hands yeah. in that regard. Um, okay, alright. I think we're at the special moment of the episode. It is... It is time for Random Indian of the Week, and today, Chris, you are laying it on us, so I... Feel free to uh, get into those hints. Alright, alright. So... I'm
0: going to go with somebody a little bit more recently okay. uh, who uh, donned the Indians jersey. Okay. Um, actually filled a void that I think we could all say we were probably clamoring for uh, for a while. I, I thought he did an admirable job, but uh, well, okay. uh, we can discuss after, the, uh, after I give out the, the real clues. So he played in parts of Fifteen seasons. Okay, he only appeared in seventy-eight games with the Indians, and made um, and only made one All-Star game appearance. He's uh, the last hint that I'll give you is he has played for one, two, three, four, five, six, eight different teams throughout his career. That's tough, man. Yeah. If If you guys would like, I'll give you the season. That he played for the Indians. Yeah, give me, give me the season. Yeah, I'll take that. 2018. Oh, okay, that is recent. And mean, again, uh, that was 78 games for the Indians. Mm-hmm. Played, he's 15 played for years. Uh, 15 years, parts of 15 years. Oh my God, and I'm gonna feel uh, so dumb when
1: I don't get this. Eight different teams. I mean, it has to be
2: a reliever, I would think. I guess, yeah. Well, he's at 78. He played 78 games for them, though. Oh, right. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Can't be a reliever. I mean, Brian Shaw. But he was only with us for a season. You see, I thought you said he was only with the, us for a season. Or did you not? Only,
0: fl- only was. Okay.
2: Only right. with us for one season, appeared
0: in 78 games then. Okay. 2018.
1: What old fogey did we pick up off mm-hmm. the scrap heap in 2018? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think oh. of. Some like.
2: Some, some bat we grabbed or something. Yes. It, that's got to be what it is. Um, I was going to say Jay Bruce, but that was 2017. That was 2017. Yep. And he didn't. He was um, he was after the trade deadline or like right at it. Oh.
1: Well, no. Nope. That wouldn't
2: work. Giambi I was like, was oh, Yonder before. Alonso, but
1: there's no way he played he not by 15 years. Oh my gosh. You got one more hint for us? Boy, that because that 2018 roster oh. just sort of like uh, is. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, sort of just like it's not that
0: long ago. It's not that it's,
1: long ago, and yet, yeah, there's, there's something about it that makes me feel like it just sort of is just floating out in the ether. Damn it, eight teams. No, I keep thinking because wasn't 2018 the Josh Donaldson year? But yeah. that was at the that was at the deadline. That was at the deadline, and he's also sure. not played that long, right? Um. This, this gentleman is,
0: by all accounts, no longer playing. That sounds about right.
1: Fabs, what about you?
2: I, I don't know. I keep singing Jason Giambi, and I'm like, I, that was that was like seven years ago, eight years ago. Like I, I That was I 2013, think, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. Let me just throw you out one more stat. Okay. Um, not
0: really known as a power hitter, mm-hmm. but he did have a 285 batting average, career batting average. Okay. I don't know if it helps
1: at all, or if it just muddies the water even further. It's just a name. It's just like it's a name that I know. When you say it, I'm going to be like, "Oh my god!" You're going to kick yes, yourself. Yeah. Kick myself for this. But I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You to, You're ready, ready to load, it. On yeah, yes. I'll load it. it. Was the milkman Milky oh, Cabrera? Oh. Damn it. oh! I was so mad they didn't re-sign him in 2019. Oh, I was too because I um, loved him on the He this
0: team. actually had a pretty nice little season in 19. The Milkman. Uh he batted 280. That's right. Um in 133 games. He had 22 doubles that last season in 19. Jeez, is he was like Pittsburgh or something. Only seven home runs. It was it was with Pittsburgh, yeah. yep. Yeah, no, he was kind of uh that that I don't wanna say steadying presence that, that vet presence that I was I think all fans were clamoring for after um well uh once we decided to go to like two platoons in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, he was definitely somebody that I I was like, This guy's just a professional batter, you know. Yeah. He gets, he gets it. He gets on base. Yep. He puts the ball in play, like, and that was kind of, you know, the start of uh, Frank uh, Sleepy Lindor's uh, digression with runners in scoring yes. position. Was that 2018 season? So man, yeah, I'm looking at a it. A guy like Melky felt
1: so much like a welcomed relief. Yeah, he. I mean, in the 78. 78- or, uh, sorry, in the 250 at-bats with the Indians, he had 17 doubles, six homers. He had an on-base percentage of like 335, hit 280. Like, hey, yeah. man, that's a guy I would love at the bottom of my lineup. I, I can't remember totally where he did. hit that. Oh, my God, he yeah. like six.
0: He had an OPS of 103. So, I mean, yeah. just slightly above league average.
1: Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That was a good one. I'll take yeah, it. You know, that was a I'll good one. All right, milkman, oh,
2: man, yeah, yeah. He delivers. That was a guy. I was Sundays. Very much. Oh, that's the mailman. <laughs> yeah. Milkman deliver every day of the week. <laughs> I don't know when the milkman
1: would come. I have no idea what what, what a the great schedule what a was great for the milkman. burn for
2: Carmalone.
1: Doesn't deliver oh, on I Sundays. Know.
2: <laughs> God,
1: devastating. <laughs> Um, all right, that is uh, that's our episode. So um, go review all of Melky Cabrera's stats and uh, get yourself primed and ready for what looks to be a very eventful end of uh, April for the Indians. We will be back uh, with you soon. Um, and we well, uh, well, your sure to team is on five so- and
2: 19. Oh and my god! We're we just like what <laughs> we're getting. Don't listen to the last no. episode.
1: <laughs> this episode will be wiped, scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> when that happens so yeah so hopefully this isn't the last positive episode we have to record but yeah follow us on social at cal pod and uh we'll see you guys later